in your corner, saving one investor at a time, working for clients, not companies, all while bully-proofing portfolios, totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing, always representing Main Street and not Wall Street. It's your Sound Money team, and this is the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth. And we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. To receive your complimentary, personalized, and truly coordinated financial income plan, give us a call at 513-575-9654. If you're seeking advice on old 401k, 403b, some type of employer-sponsored plan, give us a call. 513-575-9654. 513-575-9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Send us an email. Show your thoughts to team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. We do have multiple locations throughout the Cincinnati area. Milford is our headquarters, but we also have the satellite locations in Westchester, Blue Ash, and Florence. Here at the studio, phone number 513-749-5500. Pound 550 on the AT&T wireless. Toll-free number 800-823-TALK. 800-823-8255. All right. Well, we welcome you today and hope you're having a wonderful day. And uh, it's as good as day as any to talk about a subject that will impact you significantly or less so, depending on how prepared you are. That would be the common Social Security misunderstandings. No sense, no reason to have misunderstandings when we can work together. And you're free to call us anytime. No obligation, just as you heard. No meter running, no tokens to put in, just time you invest in us as we invest in you to have a, well, a second opinion on the health of your wealth. One of those components that makes it healthier is having a healthy decision-making process that supports why and how you go about taking Social Security. It's right up there with pensions and other sources of foundational income. Um, Probably, if you're average, you'll have a gap, a gap between that income that you'll need to sustain spendably on a monthly basis, you and your household. And for that matter, the uh, longevity of your retirement. So how do you fill that gap between things like Social Security and pension and what you really need? Well, that gap's going to be funded by other assets, of course, and those need to be wisely deployed and invested with a purpose. Uh, Very similarly. So, James, in the big picture of things, this is a component, but it's a component of an overall financial plan. Now, everyone knows what happens when uh, you assume well, well, when you turn assume into a three-syllable word, essentially make the uh, something out of you and me as well. But nevertheless, assuming having misunderstandings, that's maybe the, the crux of what today's show is all about, the common misunderstandings about the Social Security program. True. And, you know, if, if assumptions are made up of uh, the syllables as you broke them down and lead to more uncertainty and maybe uh, prone to error, then the word might presume or assume. Um, why do people do it? Why do we do what we do? We oftentimes, I think, we act on what we believe we know. And in this particular area, this is what we do. This is our area of expertise, if you will. Uh, whatever you all do out there as you listen, um, we support you. We're pulling for you. We're rooting for you. It's what you do. So we'll let you have the lead in that area. So instead of assuming we know what we don't know, and we've all heard that what we don't know may in fact hurt us, Well, let us lead in this area. We're glad to, and we'll lay out all the facts in that complimentary no-obligation appointment 
appointment one, we need to see each other at least two times. Appointment one's getting the facts and the pieces of your puzzle on the table, okay? Just learning about you, your goals, your purposes, what resources you have now, what resources you're prepared to add and increase over time to arrive at what you need to have to succeed on purpose. We don't want any happenstance. We don't want you to just arrive at success with serendipity and by sheer luck. We want it to be an incremental, purposeful result that you're not surprised by, but that you can kind of revel and enjoy for all the right reasons and the right spirit. So uh, with that in mind, that first appointment is getting those facts on the table. The second, believe it or not, is to turn the tables and share all the information we know, all the analysis, the results of the analysis, the draft planning of a of a complimentary, complete, or coordinated, or um, just a, a just a very thorough plan focused around the rest of your forever, the way in which you're going to attain your income, the way you're going to support yourself, the way you're going to grow assets uh, over time, what part of your money you're going to be protecting against risk, what part you're going to be leveraging for returns in, well, the returns that come by the risk you take successfully as you're coached through all the uh, the peaks and valleys that life will throw at you financially and interpersonally too, for that matter. And that leaves you with enough to hedge inflation, to have liquidity to back up um, as needed for good things, you know, beautiful, wonderful memory-making you know, trips, um, graduations, babies, grandchildren, all the, all the things about life, and even some of those negative events, you know, where you have to fight Life's battles when it comes to health and uh, you know, the co-pays, deductibles, and out-of-pocket expenses. And, you know, not everyone plays by the rules. Not everyone has a uh, an error-free uh, trip through this life. So what I'm getting at is mistakes sometimes can be costly, not just in finance, but the way we live our lives. So you might need liquidity for helping people that you love out of a bad spot. All this comes together to form what is your plan. Do you have a plan? You either have a plan to succeed or a plan to fail. So in this big picture of a second appointment, we bring it all together and share with you everything we know, making the recommendations clear so that you can have an informed decision. Do you see a fit to move forward with us working together as partners or not? Or is it just simply bad timing? It's not the right time. You don't have the correct need. Let us stay in your mind, your inbox. Uh, Stay in front of you in shows like this and other information publicly so that you'll be aware persistently that we're here to reach out to help you any time that the time's right. Or we simply agree to disagree and move on. It's all good. We just want to uh, to be a, a service, a help. It's kind of our mission, and it's something we enjoy. Probably can tell already we have a passion for it. So uh, I would say unless Social Security goes away, James, and I don't believe that's going to happen, people need to get this as right as they possibly can. So, James, some thought-provoking questions that tie into today's show. Would you lead off with some of those, please? Sure. Now, when we say approximately how much does the average person receive? Uh, yeah, I know averages is, is maybe a interesting thing to say as far as who's average and who's not. But anyways, how much does the average person receive in not only monthly benefits, but also annual benefits and lifetime benefits? How does that tie into things like not only retirement benefit, but spousal benefits, perhaps family benefits? There's many different types of benefits. This is why it's a moving target when you say average. What does the average person receive? Now, how do you avoid assuming, there's that word again, that when it comes to retirement preparation, how do you avoid assuming and how does that impact your decisions about planning for retirement? How long do you have to work 
in order to receive not just Social Security, but your full benefits from Social Security. So what's considered uh, full retirement age for pre-retirees and retirees might be your question. Is Social Security protected against inflation? How much do you pay in Social Security taxes each year? Why does it matter? Uh, Is there a limit? Is there an amount you stop at? And are there, let's see, benefits that are taxed from your Social Security, if at all? Well, that, that means also how directly and how indirectly are your benefits taxed? Because it's a slippery slope when it comes to how the government defines your threshold of income to say how much of your benefits are subject to taxation directly and also indirectly from other sources of income. That suddenly makes all of your income, including your benefits from Social Security, suddenly taxable. How much approximately does the program Social Security, how much do the benefits increase each and every year when you delay drawing your benefits? What are your delayed retirement credits? What are the penalties for taking your benefits early? How much income will you need in retirement to live at least somewhat comfortably? And yes, that's kind of a a nebulous term when you say, well, a comfortable retirement. What factors determine your maximum Social Security benefit that individuals can receive? James, you know, excuse me, when you talk about income, it's always important to emphasize net after-tax spendable income. And I, you can't get me off of those slippery slopes, James. I'm, I'm thinking perfect north. But if it's not perfect north, then we don't want any slippery slopes. And that's precisely why we're going to proceed today with our topic. And it's the common Social Security misunderstandings. Well, and our phone number at the office, just in case you want to stop right there, the call to action to help, how we can help you not only to claim rightfully what is yours and your benefits, but also maybe how to maximize your individual and also collective benefits between the spousal benefits and also the family benefit planning options. There's many different factors that go into this program. And yes, as Greg said before, you don't want to get this wrong. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. 9654. Call us, we can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Opinions expressed are solely those of Brown Financial Advisors and should not be interpreted as specific advice. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified investment advisors prior to implementation. Market-based investments involve risk and past performance is no guarantee of future results. Insurance-based investments offer guarantees based upon the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. All insurance, tax, and mortgage services are offered through Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors. LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. Welcome back to Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth. We are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Send us an email. Share your thoughts to team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. We do have multiple locations throughout the Cincinnati area. Milford is our headquarters, but we also have the satellite locations in Westchester, Blue Ash, and Florence. Here at the studio, our phone number, 513-749-5500. That's pound 550 on the AT&T wireless. Toll-free number, 800-823-TALK, 800 823 
800-800-8255. All right. Thanks, James. Well, um, common Social Security misunderstandings and ways to overcome them. Why is this important? How does it fit together? Well, please know we only will provide this type of information. Excuse me. That's easy for me to say, as you often say when you say. Um, it's part of the overall plan. That's just kind of like the bottom line. We will not present Social Security findings and information in a void. It needs to be in the total context of a plan. This is on the income planning side of the big picture, your big picture, and it needs to be in a tightly wound financial plan. So keep that in mind. This is what uh, what we do. It's what we're stressing today. Social Security is a foundational source of income. And it's understandable that most people not experienced in this area uh, don't have it top of mind, always thinking, um, you know, eating and sleeping on the ins and outs of a subject such as this. Um, we kind of have a nerdy good time with it, so bear with us as we do so. James, take us into some of these misunderstandings. Well, first and foremost, what we're trying to do today is essentially to educate people out there. Now, yes, some people already are experts. Some are less than experts on the subject. But nevertheless, whatever your status is on this, there are many different facets of the program that sometimes get misunderstood or maybe you assume that you have the complete information about one thing, but turns out to be not quite as complete. That's where the misunderstanding comes in. So education, we want to help open people's eyes, maybe have where you learn the correct information, not only about Social Security, but just as importantly, planning for the overall retirement as well. So (laughs) quote from a wise man who once said, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. We do believe that when you're planning for retirement, you should work with someone who specializes in retirement planning, someone such as us, who's there not only to guide you in the right direction, but also to provide information along the way. So if anything that we discuss in today's show sparks your mind, sparks your curiosity, we encourage you to give us a call. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Well, I'm a person that believes words matter. And when you say things like slippery slope, uh, when you mention help open your eyes a bit, I think it's late spring. It'll be summer before you know it. Late spring, uh, I think of puppies, you know, when they start out and they don't have their eyes open yet, as they kind of grow and then they open and so forth. It's similar here. It's, a, it's a, um, a revelation, an epiphany process to take a prospect through so that they can really be introduced to the big picture of planning, the finer aspects such as income, sources income, ways to properly invest, how to be tax efficient, and in this area, you know, if you can, if you can just show what to do next uh, in the incremental process, it always helps. So when you hear about misunderstandings or assumptions um, on subjects like Social Security, uh, we're, now we're not wanting or expecting you to feel um, that you need to know everything. Sometimes people just need to know what they need to know to move forward and, and filter out the rest of the noise. You know, particularly in retirement, we want you to enjoy your retirement. Uh, we want you to enjoy knowing what time it is without the quote-unquote knowing how uh, the watch is built and engineered. So as just mentioned, it's probably not your primary area of knowledge, um, and you should not rely on yourself to make these big life decisions alone. We want you to understand that retirement planning firms that are out there uh, that work with situations like yours, well, 
many of them are out there to provide you a simple Social Security report or call 1-800 and get the brochure and DVD. We're not like that. We want to provide you this information. If you'll contact us, we'll get you a Social Security uh, maximization report showing you the best time, um, the advantage to taking Social Security a certain time, the economic value based on your actual longevity. We can, um, we can do some... Um, some what ifs with that. You could say, based on your situation, um, your your um, your genealogy, your, the health history of your family, your parents, etc. You want to use different dates, times. You want to uh, superimpose times that you feel more ideal when you actually want to retire uh, versus the perfect time to take Social Security and balance it out with your plan to see, you know, what happens if you take it here, or then, or there. All kinds of scenarios, just waiting for you to benefit by. So you don't need the reporting engine or the ARP system or some algorithm on a website. You can come in with real people who really care, and we can work through this together. So jumping right in, misunderstanding number one. People tend to greatly overestimate the size of their Social Security checks. So since we uh, have so much time to talk about certain things, we want to dive into one of the sources we refer to today is from, well, it's a new report from the Nationwide Retirement Institute. Uh, it was conducted. We work with that group. We we, just so you know, our tool back, toolbox is the world. Uh, whatever solution, strategy, product, service that we need to reach out for to help you win is what we do. We don't work for the mothership. We don't have a toolbox designed by somebody else that's, that's you know, pre, um, predetermined, pre-conjured, if you will. We just have what we need to use for your situation. But Nationwide had this study, more than 1,300 people, including pre-retirees, ages 50 plus. These are recent retirees, and people have been retired for at least... 10 years, the first and very common misunderstanding people tend to have is in that greatly overestimating the size of the Social Security checks. To be specific, future retirees expect to receive approximately $1,800 in monthly benefits. Now, rather, they are collecting $1,400 per month on average. See, that's, that's a good amount off. That's just not $400. You divide $400 by $1,400, you'll get a sizable percentage overall. Well, this extrapolates to nearly $100,000 in lifetime benefits. That's a 28% difference to the wrong side. That's how much less you would have over that journey. Um, divide that over the number of years. Mm, there's a problem, isn't there? Longevity. We don't know how long we have to use whatever we have to project how long that we need to have stuff to last us. So we better have a better plan that's bigger and more accommodating and more forgiving. Wouldn't you agree? James, what's another? Well, going back to the percentages there, you're talking about a 20 to 30% difference in the planning. So if your plan is 20 to 30% off and you extrapolate that over your lifetime and you have just on that one person alone $100,000 in lifetime benefits, what that means is you have to hit your retirement nest egg by that extra $100,000 to make up the difference of what your understanding was. Yeah, you try that with any other thing. You try that driving from here to Louisville and you get off 20%. Further you go, the worse it gets. You, If you're going to Florida, you won't end up in Florida. You might end up in South Texas. Just as an example, don't do this with your retirement folks. The next one is where people believe that if they start drawing their benefits at age 62, which is the earliest of when you can start drawing your retirement benefits, that your check will actually increase once you reach your full retirement age. Well, that simply is not correct. What happens is if you draw your benefits early, you are deemed to be filing for all of your benefits at the same time. And that reduction of benefits, whether it's a 25% reduction, which is what happens when you file at age 62, 
or maybe something a little bit less. Maybe it's only a 20% reduction if you filed, say, at age 63. That reduction is permanent. That means for the rest of your forever, you have your reduction of benefits of 20 to 25%. And where there's maybe a kernel of truth or a shred of truth, a little, little asterisk is that if you do start receiving benefits at whatever age, then every single year when there is a cost of living adjustment, and by the way, three times in the past 10 years, the cost of living adjustment, the COLA, has actually been a flat zero, then if there is a COLA, then the people who are filing and receiving benefits, even at age 62, 63, et cetera, they will also receive the COLA. So there is some increase in your benefits. But as far as the actual paycheck is concerned, your, your Social Security benefit check, that reduction is permanent. You know, during the break, um, we had a call. You know, I think I'll come back to that thought and that message from that person here shortly. But, uh, you know, we're going to cover in our misunderstanding number three. It's 25% of people think they can live on Social Security alone. And uh, while that's a subject on its, itself, you can make a whole show on how poorly that will turn out without a broader, deeper, better plan. And there's two things I want to tell you right now. We're going to go through that item and um, some information from a, a Brenda who sent us a message in the last break. Didn't get to it in this segment, but we will the next. She has a very good question about her Social Security as a spouse of another Social Security beneficiary. And I think you'll find it important and viable when we return with Brown Financial Advisors. Give us a call. James? 513-575-9654. But stay tuned to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC. The talk station. And welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth, and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. And, folks, it really does all start with a plan. That means having a plan, knowing what you own, and why that you own it. So if you're seeking advice on an old 401K, 403B, IRA rollover, investment strategies, safe retirement solutions, tax-free retirement, Roth conversion analysis, all those and more, we can help, 513 575 9654. Our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email address, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And yes, our home office is in Milford, but we also have the satellite locations in Westchester, Blue Ash, and Florence. Here to studio, 513 749 5500, pound 550 on the ATT wireless. Toll free number is 800 823 TALK, 800 823 8255. Now, in the event we don't make it through all these 10, these questions, we challenge ourselves by as a kind of a, a path of navigating through with each show to sh- share information. Don't worry. We'll just send you this. You can call by request, uh, call to action if you will. We'll just send you our list, our notes, and you can have it for yourself. But better yet, um, there's, no, there's no race here. This is a journey. You can just join us at our office. We can go through it all as it relates directly and only to your reality, your actual Social Security information, your reporting, your financial plan, your income strategy. So just keep that in mind. There's no rush here. You can just come in anytime. We'll get through all of it as it relates to you. Two things that were slightly teased there was, one, 
25% um, of people think they can live off Social Security, which we're going to come back to. Two, when it comes to the percentages James was uh, discussing about some of the haircuts and considerations on when to take Social Security that it could be discounted by so much or whatever percentage it could throw you off, uh, causing you to be way off your trajected path of success, was this uh, the message we had. Now, gosh, can you believe it? Two breaks ago already uh, from, a, from a Brenda. Brenda and Jay, actually. I'm pretty sure by the way this reads, it was actually Brenda, not Jay. But uh, she says, um, Jay's Social Security full retirement amount, FRA, is 66. Hers, well, hers is the same. However, they're not the same age. Uh, he's two years older. He's currently at 66, but he's still working. He's not crazy about starting Social Security. He's not crazy about stopping working. He's enjoying what he's doing. Uh, she would like to move on to some other things, a little more time with the grandchildren and so forth. She made it clear she's working part-time to no time, somewhere in between, okay? So she's 64. He's 66. Now, what we do know, his is um, full retirement age, the amount, $2,900 per month. It'll continue to get larger each year. He defers 8% simple, as many of you know, between full retirement age to age 70. But let's just focus on what she said here. $2,900. She's wondering if she should defer her Social Security of hers. Well, she didn't actually give hers. That's interesting. But um, she makes it clear that hers if will be less. she's 64, her full retirement age is 66. Yeah, 66. But I'm talking about um, her dollar amount. She didn't share her Social Security dollar amount at any age. But she does say this. It'll always be lower and it'll never be larger, which I take kind of the same way. But um, anyway, her question was if she's working little to no part-time to none, and his will always be larger, should she start it or defer it? Is What's the right move here? And there are so many decisions to make. There's 96 election decisions between full retirement age, I would say, a 66, and age uh, 70. Now, in her case, here's the advice back, and uh, don't take this as advice for you. It's just an example. For actual advice, come see us. Now, $2,900. Some people say, is there a benefit uh, for a spouse? They could just take 50% of the others, and it'd be what? 2900 and a half is fourteen fifty a month. But remember, she's two years younger. She's 64. As James was going over some percentages, this means she would have a haircut effect. Okay? Two things we've established. She's making less than 17640 per year, which was a number to stay under so that uh, you don't have what's called a take back. James is going to take us through that momentarily. So I know she's making under 17640. She's working part time to no time. She's 64, 66. His current full, t full retirement age Social Security benefit amount is 2900. Uh, hers would not be just half of that. It'd be half 1450 and adjusted. She'd get 87.5% of that total because of the haircut of being two years shy of the 66 full retirement age of her own. So not fourteen fifty a month, but twelve sixty eight seventy five per month. Now that might as well round up to twelve sixty nine, right? Well, that's over fifteen thousand two hundred twenty five, about two hundred thirty per year of money. Now we would call that found money. That's nearly like free money because if she just waits and then takes um, her own later, well, his is always going to be the survivor's benefit. Remember, you get the larger the two checks at the passing of a spouse. You lose one check, you keep the larger of the two. His is always going to be the larger of the two. She doesn't plan on working anymore. What is she waiting on? Exactly. That's 15000 or so more a year. 
you know, 13, almost 1300 a month that could be saving, spending, gifting, um, whatever. It's free money. It doesn't diminish his benefit, his future benefit, their household total income. It's all good. So, Brenda, for you and just you and your household, give us a call. We'll run it through the whole plan, get you the report. But you could actually consider taking that spousal amount and enjoying it, spending it, saving it, increasing your on-hand cash, etc. Now, this is true for a couple of reasons for her. Many I've outlined, but I won't dwell on this. You kind of get the point. There are decisions out there. And with good counsel, wise counsel, and help, we can help for sure. But James... There are some elements to this. What if she was making more than seventeen six forty? What uh, just take us through some things that people may not know they don't know. Okay, prior to your full retirement age, there is what's called the earnings test, and unofficially the title of this the take back now and give back later provision. That means the government takes back now and then they give back later based on when you actually do retire. So here's how this works: if you're, say for example, your full retirement age is sixty six. That's what we're going to use for this particular example. And during 2019, you do not reach your full retirement age. So if you're age 64, 63, 62, this applies to you. So if you're working and also collecting Social Security at the same time, the earnings test, the take back provision. So if you are still working and you earn more than $17,640, which also works out to a monthly component of $1,470 a month, then the take-back is that the government will take back for $1 in benefits for every $2 of what they call excess earnings. So if your earnings are above and beyond that 17640 mark, then for every $1 of benefits over the $2 of excess earnings. Now, if you do uh, attain the full retirement age during 2019, so if you're within that year of your full retirement age, the annual exempt amount is now... $46,920, which also for the monthly component is $3,910 a month. That means in this case, instead of the mugging and the beating, it's just a mugging because the take back is now just $1 in benefits for every $3 of excess earnings above and beyond that exempt amount of the 46920 So that's how the take back provision works. Now I mentioned about the give back later. So again, in the year that you are subject to the earnings test and you go above and beyond that exempt amount, then your benefits essentially get taken back. But then later upon retirement at your full retirement age is when you do receive the difference of what your benefits were taken back. So it's not where they just keep them permanently. It just seems like it. Yeah. Come see us on this because we don't want you to suffer a mugging or a beating. Now, misunderstandings. Number three, they do occur. 25%, as mentioned earlier, um, people think that they can live on Social Security alone. It was always meant as only a, well, safety net to protect the uh, sensitive uh, aged folk um, against outright poverty, you know, so there could at least be some bread, eggs, and milk in the, you know, brown paper sack. So then this next assumption, um, can can people... Can people really sustain themselves on Social Security? Now, we've seen it. We know of people, probably our grandparents and great-grandparents. There were people along life's journey that could. Different financial economic environment around us or them would be the case. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that today. I wouldn't recommend it anyone today. According to that nationwide report, 25% of people think they can live on Social Security alone. 
Think about it. One in every four people would plan to use Social Security as their only source of income in retirement. That's, that's a pretty dangerous in current statistic that's, that's held out to be true. We, want, we don't want anyone. We want it to be 100% that no people, none of you, want to make it the basis of your sustenance and existence. You cannot plan for this. If Social Security was made to uh, supplement retirement, about 40% of your income, not replace at all. Now, for some, that's true, 40%, others aren't. But as a household where there's, I'd say, two checks coming in, 40% of your total income may be quite doable. But what are you going to do about the other 60%? What's going to fill that gap? Well, there's also the issue of, for many people out there, Social Security is the only reliable source of income. So there may be what looks like unreliable sources of income, which is also what causes the stomach acid to, to keep churning at night. But nevertheless, that's where the planning process occurs, and that's where we help. Brown Financial Advisors, our phone number, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us, we can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth, and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Listen to one of our podcasts. Listen to old copies of our show. Send us an email. Share your thoughts to team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And come see us at one of our Cincinnati area locations, Milford, which is our headquarters, and also Westchester, Blue Ash, and Florence, which would be our satellite locations. And, Greg, where would we leave off? Well, James, you know, I was just thinking might add in there that um, – Feel free to take the uh, Get Your Score. There's a green button top of our website. You just click on it. 11 questions later, you'll have a score. That score will show up on our side of the old computer and a full report with it that will get right back to you as we begin that next step into your Social Security Maximization Report. Complimentary review, the second opinion on the health of your wealth. And remember, hey, you can't get a second opinion from the same person who gave you the first, right? So don't. Just come on in and see us. And... Um, Let's see, what else is up there? I'm glad you mentioned those podcasts. But if you were to call our office or if you email us, don't forget to ask about one of our upcoming workshops. We have several each month. They're uh, rotating across town. We're you know, soon, certainly, to be in a neighborhood nearby you. So don't forget, it's a dinner workshop, education, food, fun, finance, and future. So, James, where are we? Let me... Let me kind of throw it back to you for a moment. Uh, what uh, what would be a un- misunderstanding, rather, number four, with these people in Social Security? Where people, in general, cannot identify the factors that determine the maximum benefit that individuals, collectively, individually, even the, the spouse and the family can receive. So here's what this means. Only 8%, that's what we mean by in general, is that only 8% of people surveyed were able to identify the factors that determine the maximum benefits that are available via the program. Remember, folks, these are your benefits. This is not anything other than if you fail to maximize your benefits, this is money that the government keeps that should otherwise rightfully be yours. So to be clear, 
the factors, the main factors that determine your maximum benefit, your work history, your age, your benefit start date, your marital status, and that includes the length of your marriage, by the way, because if you are married for at least 10 years, then you might be eligible for benefits off of that ex-spouse. Yeah. You know, I was thinking as you read that percentage there, it, it does show kind of a lack of general knowledge of Social Security and planning uh, overall. And it just doesn't need to be that way because uh, we're just extending an open hand, take our hand, follow us back towards us to help you with these things. Misunderstanding number five, only 30% of people know that if they don't work for at least 35 years, their benefit will be reduced. Yep. If you put goose eggs 35 years consecutively, your benefit would certainly be reduced if you had, in fact, already qualified for it by prior quarters to even have a Social Security benefit. Whatever that benefit be, reduced. Now, why is that? Well, there's a lot of information here, but the the top of mind element you need to keep closest is your benefits based on top 35 years of your earnings record. So people ask often, you know, I'm going to I'm going to make uh, less money in these last couple years as I get close to final retirement. Or there was a time about 10 years ago that I, I was unemployed or, or less employed for a couple years in a row. Uh, what's going to happen? Same answer. Benefits based on top 35 years of your earnings record. James? All right. Here's another one that can be quite misleading. Only 30% knew that someone that earns 140000 a year pays just as much into the program as a millionaire pays into the program. Now, just to show you how this works, this is where we have another acronym for you, the OASDI. This is the original name for the program, the Old Age and Survivors Disability Insurance Program, which is why Social Security sounds so much better, right? <clears throat> so the OASDI tax rate in 2019 for wages is set at 6.2%. And that is for the employee as well as the employer. That also means for those that are self-employed, you get to pay both halves. That means 12.4% of whatever your net income happens to be. So big reminder there is it's not the gross, it's the net, but you still get to pay both halves, which is the 12.4%. So for 2019, when we talk about the maximum amount of wages subject to the payroll tax, subject to the FICA taxes, FICA, by the way, stands for Federal Insurance Contributions Act. That tops out at $132,900. So anything above that amount means you stop paying into the program. Doesn't matter if you earn $500,000. Doesn't matter if you earn a million dollars in wages or net self-employment. You're still paying in the same amount, which is it stops at the $132,900 in wages. That also means this is where fairness comes in. That, conceptually speaking, that if you paid in the same amount, that you received the same amount of retirement benefits. So taxes that you paid in during your working lifetime, if you earn the max each and every year of your adult working lives, then whatever you receive at the end upon retirement also is the same. So that's where fairness absolutely comes in because it doesn't matter if you're a 100000 heir, 200000 heir, million dollar error it all is the same you paid in the same you received the same mm -hmm. sounds fair right yep uh, just to uh, you know specifically that's social security taxes not all taxes work that way you know so um let's see let's look in that old age thing that just makes me laugh out loud it, for the 
vain people transitioning to Social Security. The government, maybe its angle was, if we call it old age and survivor's disability, maybe vain people won't want to elect their Social Security because it'd be a self-admission to, I'm old. We don't believe that, folks. Let's just go with Social Security for now. Now, misunderstanding, number eight, 33% of people think Social Security benefits are tax-free, right? You know, it was from your wages all these years. You paid your taxes, you went. Uh, but no, this was a withholding for, quote-unquote, an entitlement. I don't think it's an entitlement. It's your money. It's my money. I want my money back at Social Security time whenever I elect wisely through help, guidance, consultation, and coaching. Some call it financial planning. It's what we do for you, and no obligation. Complimentary still means free, so calls come in, right? Two meetings. You got everything you need to know to know if fully informed. We're a good fit, not a good fit, but you'll learn so much, and it is fun. Uh, it's actually kind of inspirational, if you will. So on this question of 33% of people think Social Security benefits are tax-free, uh, hmm, no, unfortunately, this is typically not the case. Simple answer to put in your minds is that your benefits are taxable, but whether or not you actually owe taxes is based on your combined or threshold of income. If you make less than $25,000 as an individual or $32,000 for a married couple filing jointly, then no, you will not owe any taxes on your Social Security. Now, if you make more than that, you'll be taxed in some way. Perhaps uh, as much as 85% will become taxable. couple thoughts. Single head of household. Let's look at this one. If combined threshold income is less than $25,000 per year, as already stated, zero, zero taxable um, liability in that. If threshold income of yours, single, head of household is 25000 to 34000 per year, then up to 50000 no, sorry, 50% of your Social Security income may be taxable. Now, what that means is just envision that, that uh, 50% of the equivalent of the economic value of your Social Security will slide over to the column on your tax form to be added in with other forms of income to arrive at a taxable result. Now, standard deduction or exemptions and ways in which you try to minimize your taxes uh, all still apply. You may not actually pay more in taxes. It's just more is taxable income. And this next threshold of income greater than 34000 Well, here's one more for you. If you're married filing separately, this is where they get you. If your threshold income is above zero, you automatically qualify for the 85% of your benefits are taxable. There's also the COLAs, which protect against inflation. The bad news is the early projections for 2020, the COLA is zero. There's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. On behalf of Greg, myself, James, and Barry, we want to thank you for listening today. Have a great week. And remember this, sound money, where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you.